Good morning and welcome back to the Gospel Get Up, the podcast aimed at getting you in the Word with readings from the Daily Lectionary before sending you on your way to go about your day in the peace and joy of the Lord. This morning's readings take us into Ezekiel chapter 36, and in the letter to the Romans, we move into chapter 4. The readings for today are set to an order for prime. So without further ado, let's get into it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. The Mighty One, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. God says, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. And we pray. Almighty God, you divide the day from the night. Drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet in the way of peace. And having done your will with cheerfulness while it is day, grant that when evening comes, we may rejoice in giving you thanks. Amen. The Old Testament reading is Ezekiel chapter 36, beginning at verse 13. This is what the Lord God says. Because some people say to you, you devour your people and keep on depriving your nations of their children. Therefore, you will no longer devour your people or deprive your nations of their children, declares the Lord God. No longer will I let you hear the taunts of the nations or endure the scorn of the peoples. Never again will you deprive your nations of their children, declares the Lord God. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, when the house of Israel was living on their own soil, they defiled it by their conduct and by their actions. To me, their conduct was as unclean as the blood of a woman's period. So I poured out my wrath on them because of the blood they had poured on the ground and because of the filthy idols with which they had defiled it. And I scattered them among the nations so that they were dispersed among the countries. On the basis of their conduct and their actions, I judged them. Then, when they came to the various nations, they profaned my holy name when people said about them, These are the people of the Lord, but they had to leave his land. So I was concerned about my holy name, which the house of Israel had profaned among the various nations to which they had come. Therefore, say this to the house of Israel. This is what the Lord God says. I am about to act, O house of Israel, not for your sake, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you have gone. I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you profaned among them. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God, when I reveal myself as holy in front of their eyes through you. I will take you from among the nations, I will gather you from all the lands, and I will bring you to your own soil. I will sprinkle purifying water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurity and from all your filthy idols. Then I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit inside you. 
I will remove the heart of stone from your body and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and will cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will carefully observe my ordinances. Then you will live in the land I gave your fathers. You will be my people, and I will be your God. I will save you from all your impurity. I will summon the grain and make it plentiful. I will not bring famine upon you. I will increase the fruit on the trees and the produce in the fields, so that you will never again suffer disgrace among the nations because of famine. Then you will remember your evil ways and your deeds that were not good, and you will loathe yourselves on account of your guilty deeds and your abominations. It is not for your sake that I am about to act, declares the Lord God. Let this be known to you. Be ashamed and embarrassed because of your ways, O house of Israel. This is what the Lord God says. On the day that I cleanse you from all your guilty deeds, I will resettle your cities, and the ruins will be rebuilt. The desolate land will be cultivated instead of remaining desolate in the sight of every passerby. People will say, This land that was devastated has become like the Garden of Eden, and the cities that were ruined, desolate, and destroyed are now fortified and inhabited. Then the nations that remain around you will know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the places that were destroyed and have replanted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do it. This is what the Lord God says. I will also allow the house of Israel to ask me to do this for them. I will multiply them so their people are like flocks, like flocks consecrated for sacrifice, like the flocks of Jerusalem on its festival days, so the ruined cities will be filled with flocks of people. Then they will know that I am the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The New Testament reading is Romans chapter 4. What then will we say that Abraham, our forefather, discovered according to the flesh? If indeed Abraham had been justified by works, he would have had reason to boast, but not before God. For what does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to a person who works, his pay is not counted as a gift, but as something owed. But to the person who does not work, but believes in the God who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited to him as righteousness. This is exactly what David says about the blessed state of the person to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. Now then, does this blessing apply only to the circumcised or also to the uncircumcised? To be sure, we maintain that faith was credited to Abraham as righteousness. So then, under what circumstances was it credited to him? Was he circumcised or uncircumcised at that time? He was not circumcised, but uncircumcised, and he received the mark of circumcision as the seal of the righteousness by faith that was already his while he was uncircumcised. So Abraham is the father of all the uncircumcised people who believed, so that righteousness would also be credited to them. 
He is also the father of the circumcised people, who are not merely circumcised, but also walk in the footsteps of the faith our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. Indeed, the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not given to Abraham or his descendants through the law, but through the righteousness that is by faith. To be sure, if people are heirs by the law, faith is empty and the promise is nullified. For law brings wrath. Where there is no law, there is no transgression. For this reason, the promise is by faith, so that it may be according to grace and may be guaranteed to all of Abraham's descendants, not only to the one who is a descendant by law, but also to the one who has the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of God, Abraham believed him who makes the dead alive and calls non-existing things so that they exist. Hoping beyond what he could expect, he believed that he would become the father of many nations, just as he was told, this is how many your descendants will be. He did not weaken in faith, even though he considered his own body as good as dead, because he was about 100 years old, and even though he considered Sarah's womb to be dead. He did not waver in unbelief with respect to God's promise, but he grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. Now the statement, it was credited to him, was not written for him alone, but also for us, to whom it would be credited, namely, to us who believe in the one who raised our Lord Jesus from the dead. He was handed over to death because of our trespasses and was raised to life because of our justification. This is the word of the Lord. We now confess the Christian faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray that you would so guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you but remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And we join to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And now for the good news that never gets old, the news that Jesus is your Savior, who lived, died, and rose again so that all your sins have been forgiven. That's the gospel. Now get up and go and live to God's glory and for the benefit of your neighbor. Peace.